This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to another episode of Nate Tells Pat About a Game He Didn't See Anything Of. Welcome to Borough Pod. There goes the final whistle. And Steve Richard, sealed promotion. And in style here at the Lamex Stadium. And on run the fans. Good afternoon, Patrick. Afternoon? Evening? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm apparently... I'm in the wrong time zone, apparently. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Good weekend? Uh, Saturday, I was visiting family. Sunday, I was in the garden doing the gardening stuff that my missus can't do because she's got a bad back. So, uh, you know, like, jobs are all right. Jobs, when you're being supervised and told what to snip because you can't snip that low, I can honestly live without but, you know, we didn't punch each other, so it was a successfully completed job at the end of the day. That's a good thing. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Stevenage 4, Tranmere 3. Um, let's go through the stats and nonsense first. So the lineup we played ourselves the, uh, the becoming typical... 4-4-2 Diamond, um, Tay in goal. We had Kane Smith right back, TVC and Pidge in the middle of the defence and then uh, Dan Butler left back. Uh, Alex McDonald, uh, Louis Thompson and uh, and uh, Nick Freeman across the middle of the three mid, the, in the midfield. Uh, Thompson playing as the holding role. Uh, then you had uh, Jordan Roberts playing as an attacking mid as Ever and then we had list and really up top. Uh, Tramir, um, they played a 4 2 3 1, and all we're really going to go on specifically say about that is that uh, good old Lit Norris started up top, um, having having played uh, a total of 14 minutes in two months. So uh, it's good to see him back. Um, good to see him back at the club, good to see him back in the starting lineup and playing. Uh, match stats. Uh, Stevenage have the lion's share of possession with 60%. Would you believe, Patrick? Um, eight shots apiece, although we had six on target to their three. Uh, we had eight corners to their three, and then uh, fouls were split pretty evenly down the middle with 14 apiece. Um, there were uh, there were yellow cards here and there. Um, Butler and uh, Kane Hemmings got yellow cards for uh, for Stevenage, and then Walker and Merry got uh, yellow cards for 
Northampton. And then my favourite thing of the day is right at the very death, uh, the reserve goalkeeper for Tranmere, who'd been winding up the Stevenage bench all game long, got sent off for being a <laughs> And it must have been bad because Dino mentioned it in his post-match summary to Three Counties Radio, I noticed. Yeah, I mean, I, so I'm so i sat there with headphones on, so I didn't hear it. But I, from what I, could, what I could hear, half the West Stand heard the uh, swear words that came out of the, uh, the lad's mouth at the fourth official. So, uh, you know, if you're stupid enough to scream obscenities at uh, an official, you're going to get sent walking, aren't you? That's true, and it doesn't take much to get heard on the West Stand, does it? I don't know what you mean. It was quite a raucous uh, atmosphere in those last few minutes, especially after we got the uh, late winner. I mean, the first half was fucking dead. (laughs) Both sets of fans, both sets of players, nothing. I picked up the coverage of this maybe just after half-time as I was driving back down the A1, so I was listening to um, Five Live, and it kept going up, and... uh, Goals gone in at Broadhall Way, not the Lamex. They weren't going with the Lamex. But yeah, so it sounded like a really exciting game for the second half. And then I got back to uh, Stevenage, checked my messages in the group. And it's going back, it's like, oh, that was deathly dull. No one's awake yet. What's going on? It's all full of uh, yeah. kind of disappointment and then suddenly ramped up in the last half hour. Yeah, I mean, that is, for someone who wasn't at the game, you'd never believe it because that was a very much a accurate description of what happened. The first half was absolutely fucking abysmal as a contest, as a spectacle. Just there was nothing good about it. I mean, well, aside from maybe going 1-0 up um, on the third minute through Jordan Roberts, I don't know what, I don't know what else was, nothing else really happened. It was, it was, both teams looked incredibly lethargic and it was just disappointing because you know you you want to see a bit of a spectacle don't you um obviously uh the goal uh not a lot to say i think it's alex mcdonald on the left hand side of the box chips the ball in it's nodded in by jordan roberts from about a yard out it's a really Um, good cross on his left from alex it's great. Really it's a great, it's, it's a great cross, yeah, because he's quite close to to Roberts as well. Like he's he's not far outside the six yard box yeah, where he is. Where he's cross, over cross, the cross uh, defender. Yeah, left the goalkeeper in no man's land, which is beautiful. Um, then uh, the penalty shout. I've sort of gone back and forth between whether I think it was a penalty or not. Um, it's very much a coming together of uh, Kane Smith and. Luke Norris, Norris goes down, Smith goes down. You've seen them given as penalties, and conversely, you've seen them given to the defender. They ran into each other. It's a little bit harsh, but you, it's like a lot of penalties. It's one of those ones where you'd probably be steaming if your team were <laughs> denied that penalty. You kind of don't mind it if he's giving the same level of softness to both sides, which it feels like he did later on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, and then um, Tramie came out. I mean, there's that's, genuinely it's about it from the first half. I can't. I don't think there's anything else to really talk about. Uh, Norris lack of celebration was a nice touch, I guess. Yeah, and the reception he um, got was seemed reasonable as well. He did get good reception. Yeah, he got he got a lot of. He's one of our own and. Uh, 
there was there was a smattering of applause for him when he scored the uh, scored the penalty, which you know you you only tend to see the old boys, the old boys that have been going to football games since the late nineteen sixties who still clap an opponent when they score. Unless that's it's maybe absolute, a bit far. It's unless it's an absolute worldie, but there are a few there are a few claps um, certainly in the west near near where I was. Um, uh, genuinely racking my brain to see if there's anything else worth talking about from the first half. Uh, Tramier were forced into a sub uh, early on in the, uh, in the 12th minute. Uh, Lewis went off. Mary came on. No, that's about it. Half time rolls around. Um, Tramier, I thought, came out firing in that second half. Um, it was back very much back to the walls for uh, back to the wall for Stevenage for first 10 minutes or so um and just as it looked like we were about to about to push on and sort of re-establish ourselves as uh as being being in charge uh Rob Apter broke uh broke down uh, down their right um through well from the right into down through the channel into the middle and then hit a really good finish uh that sort of lopped, lofted up and over Tay um, to put Tranmere ahead, um, I've got no problem. I've not got no problem conceding that goal, um, Butler was a little bit Butler and Pedro both a little bit slow to react. If you're going to be critical of it, he but, took it really well. I think the defenders will be disappointed there wasn't more challenge on yeah. the control and the shot because you know he's he's done an amazing thing there, but. You've yes. given him the space to be able to do the amazing thing, and that's yeah, something exactly. you can control. So it's it's a it looks a bit like a it's a winger going into the space where the strikers occupy, and yeah, both players don't take responsibility for it because he's come from your area, but he's gone into my area, and the centre backs mm-hmm. don't have anything else to do in that scenario. I couldn't see any other players in the picture, so someone take control of the ball and snuff it out because that's the most dangerous thing. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. Um, no matter what I love time the fact we moved the pod so we yawn less and we're still yawning. Well, I don't know that it's necessary that we yawn less. It's so that I could be asked to do it because <laughs> being ill this weekend, I did, didn't want to get up at nine a.m. and record yesterday morning. Fair enough. And nobody else could make it. Well, we did actually move it primarily because Greg wanted it moved, and then he's not even fucking here. Anyway, Greg, you're my uh, um, Stephen has got an equaliser through a Jamie Reid uh, penalty in the 58th minute. So Tramir only ahead for three minutes. Um, Luke Norris uh, pulled Pidge down in the area uh, during a corner. Uh, I, I think that's who was penalised for it. There were two. There were two Tramir players that basically wrestled their players to the ground. So it could have been any. It could have been either of them. Yep, some of the that, worst camera I've seen at the Lavic, so I've absolutely no idea. That's certainly the um, that's certainly the, the 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 two players that I could make out. So that's who I told um, told Ops. So if, if the referee did give it against somebody else, then he didn't do a very good job of making everybody in the ground aware of exactly who it was that had given away the penalty. Luke, 
Luke Norris looked plenty aggrieved, so I'm sure it was him. Hmm. Um, Reed sent uh, McGee the wrong way, uh, tucked it to goalkeeper's bottom left, and McGee went the wrong way. Um, Subs-wise, Stevenage, um, between between that goal um, to, to bring us back level and then the rest of the goals, um, uh, Harvey White came on for Kane Smith. Um, ben Thompson came on for uh, McDonald. Dan Burns, uh, Dan Burns, I call, call, call him Dan Burns, I don't know why. Finley Burns came on for Lewis Thompson and Hemmings came on for Liss. Uh, Nozza went off in the 89th minute and that's yeah, all we really need to worry about there is we don't care about them, do we? Um, we ended up playing right back. Uh, that was uh, Freeman. Oh, of course, should have guessed. Mr. Utility. Mr. Utility. Um, and then uh, Tramir equalised again uh, right on the stroke of the 90th minute. Um, it was, uh, uh, what's, his, what's his bloody name? Morris. Mo- not, not Norris, Morris. Um, it was his first touch of the game. Ball came in from the Tramir left. Um, to be fair to him, it was a really good cross in from uh, Pike. Um, and Morris, who's all of four foot nothing, let rose over everybody, headed it, and uh, Tay looked like he was in glue. Just got, he was really slow getting down to. It was, a, it was a difficult. I think it was a difficult. It was well placed header, right down the bottom corner. Right, he went in right by the post. But I feel like Tay was a little bit slow getting getting across to it. So then obviously you think, oh, fuck's sake, we go, instead of playing Crystal Palace under 21s in t- 10 days, we're going to have to go to bloody Tranmere. Yeah, miles uh, away, arsehake. Proper, proper arsehake on a Tuesday a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but uh, Kane... Uh, oh, I, I've completely skipped Kane Hemmings um, putting us ahead. Yeah, you have. Well, that was a simple one. Corner from Dan Butler, headed at the back post, back across the city. Uh, No, it wasn't. It wasn't Butler. And then smashed in. It wasn't. It wasn't Butler. It was Harvey White. Oh, of course. All right. Sorry. Sorry, Harvey. Um, Who, who's, um, whose deliveries from set plays when he came on were excellent, and it caused caused them a lot of trouble. but yeah, the ball came across to the back post. Pidge heads it back into the middle, and Hemmings is just there to poke it in. Um, and then Hemmings again. The ball Stevenage on the counter attack deep into injury time. Um, in fact, in the tenth of nine minutes, hmm. um, uh, the ball gets ball gets played long by uh, I believe it's TVC. Um, I think Roberts gets ahead on it. Um, I'm sure Roberts nodded it on um, to uh, Hemmings who uh, take takes a touch and then smashes it at the goal just inside the box just to just to the right of the right side of the box um, keeper spills it straight back into the path of Jamie Reed who just about gets there in front of uh, uh, in front of Dave Tom Davies and um, pokes it in with his left foot and runs away and runs away to send, celebrate sending us through to the second round and uh, what it's going to end up being a disappointing draw <laughs> against either Vale or Burton you got to love a draw where everyone's disappointed. Like It says a lot about Burton yeah, and Port Vale and Stevenage that everyone involved when that draw came out went, oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, we might make. My, I mean, my favorite my favorite thing was I went to the I went to the Vale Twitter account to look at the replies to their tweet about it being away at Stevenage, and ninety percent of the tweets were like, "Play the reserves, boys! Don't try and win this one, please." <laughs> to, See now that's good. Went, went to the went to the Burton. No, it's in like they don't want to win. They don't want to even want to win the replay against yeah, Burton. That that's a good um, sign. People don't want to play us. I'm happy with that because there's been times went, when we've I, been a very nice. I don't know. I don't know that they don't want to play us because it's going to be a difficult game. I just think they're really unexcited about a trip to Stevenage. Um, and uh, I went to the Burton Twitter and they were exactly the same. They were like, yeah, let's 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 just give it to Vale. It gets a bit performative, um, that shit, though, doesn't it? Like, oh, yeah, I'd rather go out the competition than have to play at Stevenage. Would you fuck? It's, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit dull. If you're not that interested, you don't want to go to Stevenage, just, just don't fucking go. <laughs> it's not obligatory. Right, exactly. Um, and then obviously I mentioned it earlier, but the uh, there's the red card right at the death for uh, Murphy, the reserve goalkeeper. For Tranmere. And uh, yeah, it was a really, really, really shit, shit house of a game until about the 55 minute mark. And then it just, it just sort of progressively got more exciting from there on. Um I, I really enjoyed really pulling onto my drive, irritated that we were going to have to play on Tuesday night, and then getting back in the car to hear Jamie Reid scoring the goal. I'm like, well, what? How is this game even still going? It's ridiculous. And I was also entertained all the way home by Swindon getting an absolute pumping at the hands of Aldershot. That's good they God. Did, yeah, they got absolutely twatted, didn't they? I mean, four consolation goals sounds ridiculous, but conceding seven... Oof. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. Um, right. Let's let's run through the rest of the results in uh, the first round of the FA Cup. Um. Oh bloody hell! No, I want the results, not the fixtures. Stupid. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, them. Strapping lads. There's a lot of them. I'll do my best to get through this quickly. Northampton Town lost at home three-one against Barrow. <laughs> Wimbledon, uh, AFC Wimbledon won five one against Cheltenham Town. Uh, Alfredson beat Worthing two 0 at home. Bolton beat Solihull Moors four 0 at home. Uh, Bradford City won Wickham Wanderers two. Bristol Rovers Ooh. seven Whitby Town two. Cambridge two Bracknell one. Chesham United nil Maidstone United two. Chester nil York City nil. Curzon Ashton nil Barnet one. Doncaster Rovers 2, Accrington Stanley 2. Who are they? Uh, Eastleigh 5, Borehamwood 1. That's a dreadful result for Borehamwood. Exeter 0, Wigan 2. Um, Hereford 0, Gillingham 2. Orient 3, Carlisle 1. Lincoln 1, Morecambe 2. Marine 1, Harrogate 5. Newport County 2, Oldham 0. Notts County 3, Crawley 2. Oh, Oxford United 2, Maidenhead United 0. Uh, Peterborough 2, Salford 2, Port Vale 0, Burton 0, uh, Ramsgate 2, Woking 1, <laughs> fuckers, Reading 3, MK Dons 2, Scarborough 1, uh, Forest Green 1, Shrewsbury 3, Colchester 2, Stevenage 4, Tranmere 3, Stockport 5, Works Up Town 1, um, Sutton 2, Fylde 1, uh, Swindon 4, 
Aldershot 7. That's where the Vidi printer comes up and spells it out, isn't it? Right. Uh, Yeovil 3, Gateshead 2, Bromley 0, Blackpool 2, Mansfield 1, Wrexham 2, Barnsley 3, Horsham 3. What result that is for Horsham. Sheppey United 1, Walsall 4. And then on to these, yesterday's fixtures, Chesterfield nil, Portsmouth, uh, sorry, Chesterfield 1, Portsmouth nil, Kiddy 1, uh, Fleetwood 2, Slough 1, Grimsby 1, Crew 2, Derby 2, Charlton 1, Cray Valley, Paper Mills 1. It's a massive result for them. Huge. Oh, do we Friday want to go night. through the second round draw? Oh, you did Friday night, don't we? I did Friday night, yeah. Uh, I can't. I, don't, I can't be asked to go through the the draw. We've got we've got Port Vale or Burton. We've already spoken about that. Um, who we got Saturday, Pat? We're going on a road trip. It's very exciting times. We're going to play Wickham. Who? Uh, and when you say we're going on a road trip, you mean us, don't you? That's why I said we. Yeah. I'm excited. It's my first, <laughs> possibly, probably, maybe only away game of the season. Oh, we might do Peterborough. Peterborough would be fun. Anyway, um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's good. Um, a big cross-pod affair with uh, Wickham Wanderers slash Liverpool slash lives in Bristol fan Rich. Kind of takes us <laughs> along. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been to an away game in a while, so uh, it'd be nice to get along to one. It'd be nice to actually come to a pod having seen the game as well. <laughs> Have you um? When's the last time you uh you attended an away fixture, Pat? I can't remember. I did a Cambridge a couple of years ago. I don't think I did any last season, apart from preseason friendlies, which, as we established last week, don't count. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Preseason friendlies do not count. Um, Wickham. I've, I've just realised I've gone to the wrong website to look at Wickham's form and all that. Good, they it? played a fairly strong team away at Bradford, Barnsley, whichever the Yorkshire B teams they beat in the cup last weekend. Brad, Brad, Bradford, yeah, they won two one on the road against Bradford. Um, Only one player in the starting lineup who what didn't feature in the previous league game, yeah. the nil nil against Cambridge, um, either off the bench or in the starting eleven. So they took that one seriously and they got their dividends from that. Fair play. Yeah. Yeah, um, form-wise, uh, the last five for Fleet uh, for Wickham, it's not been it's not been the easiest run um, recently. The last win was five five games ago, four one win on the road against Fleetwood. Although Fleetwood did have a man sent off. Um, since then, they've drawn two all with Peterborough on the road. They've lost four two at home against Wick- against Bolton. My old Wickham. They drew on the road uh, with Oxford two all, which is a good result. Uh, and then uh, they drew nil nil at home against Cambridge. Um, so the only wins coming against sides in the bottom half, then that bodes well for us. It, it does. It does bode well for us. I'm just trying to find their goal scorers, and uh, I've lost it. <laughs> um, uh, Lee, uh, Taylor, and Lowe—they're top three goal scorers, five three and three apiece. Um, there. Um, yeah, it's been a weird season for Wickham because they started off with a couple of losses, and uh, you're like, oh, that might be a difficult, a difficult uh, season for them. 
And then they went on like a four or five game win, win streak. Oh, four wins, five. Sorry, four wins and a draw in the next five games. And they've sort of been inconsistent ever since. Um, I've, I'm pretty uh, confident about our chances. Chances this uh, is coming Saturday, Pat. How you feel? Yeah. They're uh, 15th in the home table. Three wins, two draws, two losses. Scored nine, conceded nine. Um, eighth in the away table. So actually, you may be better off facing them away that, and then uh, having them come to your place, which tells you a bit about their style. But we're above them in the away table. Four wins, one draw, three losses. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, signs point two. We should be doing all right there. And it looks like... Our little kind of blip dip in form seems to be behind us. We're back scoring decent amounts. All right, a couple of bits of defending they want to do better on, but nothing cataclysmic, I don't think. Um, did Tramley and Belay their league position, do you think? Or do you think we played down to them a little bit? I mean, if you if you had no idea where they were in League Two, you wouldn't believe that they were second bottom. Yeah. That's what, um, that's what the... Uh, Last half hour seemed to indicate anyway, but you also wouldn't believe that we were. I mean, what 37 38 places above them in the football league? Fair, and you look through that um, Wickham side and you see a lot of kind of recognizable names and players who've popped up on highlight shows over the past however many years. So it looks like a side packed full of experience at this level and um, yes. one that you can't take lightly, but they're 10th, we're 6th. They've got well, mediocre yeah. form, so you've got to be going in there trying to uh, get some... Well, you've got to be going into any game trying to get something from it. There's no reason to fear this one, I don't think. No, um, I think we... I think No, you're right. I think we need to go into it. I mean, you want to go into it as you go into every game, sort of pragmatically, not really worrying too much about the form table, not worrying too much about where you where each of each side uh is in the table. You want to go into that having done your homework and prepared properly for the game, right? And I'm sure that we do that every week. Um and we don't pay too much attention to the uh the kind of things that fans do necessarily. I mean, you definitely notice when a team comes into a game thinking they're owed a win without having to put the effort in in this league against basically anyone. So they're experienced enough as a team and a management group that they're well, you, not going to let that slip in. You mean you mean your uh, your Wiggins and your Derby counties? Yeah, I mean you've seen it happen. You know, like the the, the drubbing they gave Sheffield Wednesday. That was a team who came out thinking they were owed a win just because of how massive they were. And they didn't yeah. have to stretch themselves, and then they were too far behind by the time they'd worked out what they were actually in store for to yeah. get back into the game. And that doesn't feel like something that's ever going to happen under this um, management group. No, I think I think in the days of your Graham Wesleys, I think we were very much an unknown commodity. Um. There's not a football manager or a football player or even really a football fan up and down the EFL that hasn't got a clue who Steve Evans is and what you're in for when he comes to town. <laughs> um, so the fact that we we managed to go and do it anyways a lot of the time is 
hats off to him. <laughs> and I quite like the reputation <clears throat> procedure thing as well because the reputation is not very subtle and it's not exactly what we are. So when you do things outside of that, like the um, third goal against Derby, you're like, oh, well, this, yes. this wasn't just a flick onto a fast guy who then stuck it in the corner. That was actually a nice bit of build-up play. It's like, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't believe the uh, stereotype. There's more to us than that. No, do believe the stereotype because then we can do that and take you by surprise with it. That's fine. Yeah, take us lightly. Absolutely. Um, do you want to? Do you want to talk about uh, player of the week? We should do. Yeah. Um, I voted for Dan Butler on the basis that I hadn't seen anything about the game and I mean the fullbacks <laughs> union and he obviously didn't win because he didn't score and it's always a goal scorer isn't it so who won this week it is more often than not a goal scorer yes it was Jamie Reed, Mr Big Girl Reedy that uh, that won this week by some margin as well um, fair enough let's 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 have a look at the uh, the poll shall we um I know it's a griller haven't uh, announced it this week. Might give them a nudge and be like, sort it out. Although, actually, to be fair, they usually do it on Monday slash Tuesday. So maybe I'll give them a couple of days. Um, Jordan Roberts got 15.2% of the vote. Dan Butler got 4.3% of the vote, which was probably you and one other person. <laughs> Kane Hemmings got 23.9% of the vote. Big goal, Reedy. I was going to call it something else then, and it wasn't particularly kind. Um... Big goal, Reedy, fifty six point five percent of that public vote. Good to see him getting into there and finding his stride because we kind of knew what we had from the established frontliners. We needed a bit more stepping up behind them, and it looks like Hemmings did that. The, yeah, so yeah, that bodes well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dracus Junior before the game um, on Saturday. Uh, he and Dracus Senior came and stood over, stood, stood over with uh, myself, Neil Metcalf, um, Stephen Dean, and um, Dracus dropped him in it by telling us that uh, he doesn't like he doesn't like Jordan Roberts. Says he's lazy, doesn't move enough. Says he's not very good. And then he got man face. of the match. He got man of the match. He uh, scored a goal inside three minutes. Had a very very good game on Saturday, um, so it was quite fun listening to that. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Drakkers gave gave him a little bit of a ribbon for that. It's the motivation he needed. Just uh, add a little dick's phone in yeah. there. Jordan, here's what my kid says. <laughs> I'll show you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm struggling for topics now. Should we just wrap it up here, mate? <laughs> I really enjoyed. Jamie Reed starting to take his top off in his goal celebration and going, actually, I don't want to get books and pick that fine up. I'll put that back down again and just do a throw myself at the corner flag. But yeah, that's uh, that's enough. <laughs> Next week will be a better show when some of us have actually been at the game. It'll be good. I'm, uh, unless I'm still hungover when we record. What are you doing Friday that's night? That's the danger. What am I doing Friday night? I might have band practice after work, actually. I think I do. So you're so so you're saying, oh, uh, you're you're suggesting that you're going to be your you might be hungover on Saturday, despite the fact that you're not actually doing anything in particular. No, no, no. I'm saying I might be hungover from Saturday when we record. 
Oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, well, you'll be the only one getting getting bladdered at the football because uh, I'll be driving. Actually, maybe I mean maybe Adam will get be be getting bladdered as well. I'm sure nah. Henry won't. Being it seems know, unlikely. Twelve or whatever he is. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe we can get Adam and Rich on next week. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be that'd be that'd be, that'd be good. Get uh, oh, I don't know if I want Adam on here twice though. At least not when we haven't we're not playing Spurs. That it seems it seems unnecessary having uh having him on again. Having the opposing fans for you would be good though. Even though it's yeah. only going to be slightly around the corner from us, it's just a different pair of specs. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, this is all stuff that we can talk about off the podcast. It doesn't need to be done now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this short, short episode. Um, Jesus Christ, 32 minutes. It can take me about three minutes to edit this. It's beautiful. Good. Um, uh, oh, I sorted out my intros, and now I need to think about my, my outros because it's this... Keep I keep doing this. Up the borough. Woo. There goes the final whistle. And Steve Richard sealed promotion. And in style here at the Lamex Stadium. And on run the fans. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.